The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. You might have caught the trailer of the Banshee. The Banshees of Inishirin, which dropped during the week, which reunites on-screen icons Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. And if you didn't, let's play a clip of it now. Colin, Sonny, Larry. Didn't you and he used to be the best of friends? We're still the best of friends. No, you're not. Who says we're not? Sit somewhere else. Now, if I've done something to you, just tell me what I've done to you. Well, you didn't do anything to me. I just don't like you no more. You didn't like me yesterday. Why does he not want to be friends with you no more? Why is he 12? What the hell's going on with you, me feckin' brother? He's dull, Siobhan. But he's always been dull. <laughs> so... Okay, so their take on a traditional Irish accent got me thinking there, right? Why are Irish accents so often butchered on screen or hammed up or just made more dramatic than they actually are? So joining me to chat about this is journalist Serena Bellissimo and accent coach and actor, actor Ashlyn Goodwin. Welcome to the show, both of you. Hey, Stephanie. Hi, good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Serena, we have heard some atrocious accents over the years in movies. Which, like, which are your worst ones? I think um, we need to start with a very recent one. And we were all very shocked because it wasn't just bad accents. It was just a bad, bad movie. Wild Mountain Time. I didn't see it, but do we have, yeah, we have a clip of that. Let's get a clip of that. There's these green fields and there's us, whatever that is. Holds me here. Oh, he says those things. It's not normal. I don't care. You take after John Kelly, and that man was mad as the full moon. Ghost me. We're known to each other quite the while now. Would you marry me? <laughs> that was one thing, right? Because they weren't Irish actors. But the first clip that we heard, that's Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell. Like, those men could have talked in their own accents. <laughs> so, do you think? That's a bad one, Glenn. It's really funny listening to it with an Irish ear and listening to it with an Australian ear. The the Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell seems a little bit exaggerated, but at least it sounds good. Like with Jamie Dornan in Wild Mountain Time, it was like, what? Sorry, what are you doing? Yeah, no, no, no. It's definitely not as offensive. It's it's definitely more like I think that you could actually go to some places in the west of Ireland and hear people who speak like Brendan Gleeson and Colin yeah. Farrell, but it just seems a, a little bit hammed up. Ashling, you train actors in Irish accents, and you're an to yourself do you notice that the Irish accent is one that's kind of particularly difficult yeah I absolutely do um, the, the strange thing is when I'm working with US clients they actually don't realise that I'm Irish when I speak to them first <laughs> so I think I think on film there is this expectation that the Irish accent is going to be that hammed up version so if that's not being delivered on screen then they don't actually realise they're listening to an Irish accent <laughs> so and they have no interest in being re-educated yeah. Um, obviously, the, the biggest difference with US speakers versus European speakers is the US speakers, they talk from the back of their throat. You know, they've got a they've got great enunciation, a lot more breath and they've got slower speech. So when they're trying to do the Irish accent, because typically Irish speakers, we speak from the front of our mouth with a more narrow mouth. Um, and we, we talk obviously quite fast and there's different dialect and inflections I think they they, they struggle to, to grasp that I trained as an actor and I had an accent coach and I'm fi- I'm fine at doing accents but I do them from listening I don't understand when people say we speak from the front of our mouth like what, what does that mean <laughs> yeah. can you explain that to me 
Sure, yeah. So it's like uh, the way I explain it to my clients is, you know, when you get into your car, you turn the key and it just moves. But there's so many moving parts that actually make that car go. Um, it's it's the very same with accents. You know, it's in terms of you're using your diaphragm, you're using your breath, you know, the, the jaw movements. There's so many little air pockets in your mouth and the breath that's rolling over your tongue and the tongue placement itself. Like it, it all changes the sounds that come out. So typically Americans, um, they have a lot more space in their mouth. So they do tend to open their mouth quite wide when they speak. Okay. I mean, you can see all their teeth. You can see all their lovely teeth. Um, but they the, they speak from the very back of their throat, so they're enunciating. Their speech is slow, and it's a lot smoother. And their tongue placement is flat, so they they don't really have much kind of melody to their to their to their accents. Whereas with Ireland, the reverberation is more from the front of the mouth because we're in such a hurry to get the words out of our mouth. We speak really really fast, and it comes out a little bit narrower or shorter on breath, and there's less space in the mouth. So it's like more fast burst speech than it would be for America. And we don't enunciate as much. It's interesting, isn't it? Like, a, And obviously we just learned that from listening to it and, and repeating it. Serena, do you think that the reason behind these misplaced pronunciations and these like unnecessary accents is um, that these films are just targeted at American audiences and they need to be hammed Com- up? Completely. Because if you look at some of the storyline, like before you even get to the accent, you see the storylines and you're just going, sorry, what part of Ireland are you representing? Like, what? I'm sorry I keep going back to this, but Wild Mountain Time, like stuff like Far and Away, we'll get to that in a sec, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, bad, bad. But like that's that's in the past. So you're going, mm-hmm. okay, they're romanticising the past. But Wild Mountain Time, I think, I still don't know after sitting through that and I'm not going to sit through it again. I think that was based on modern day Ireland and that's not the modern day Ireland I live in. I really do think they have this this um, perception of Ireland back in like the 1920s, 1930s. Mm-hmm. And as a result, they have this one idea of an accent. And I have to put my hand up and say, before I came here, I didn't really, and I should, I'm Australian. There's so many different Australian accents. That's the other. There isn't. There's just one. <laughs> There's, the There's just one. one. It's just Steve Irwin. But- <laughs> But see, that the Australian accent gets butchered as well. So I understand watching your accent on screen going, we don't sound like that. But before coming here, I thought there was just the one Irish accent because I'd watched so many American movies. And then I came here and I went, wow, no one really sounds the way they sound on screen. Sound like they look on a postcard. I have a text in here saying, Stephanie, those are not, I've heard those awful accents in real life. That's why they're in the movies. I don't know though. Like I know that there are definitely like I've spoken to men from Dingle in who prop up bars down in Dingle and really struggled to understand what they're saying. My husband is from Mayo. I've also speak spoken to people in Mayo and I'm like, I'm not sure that there's a H in Tuesday. But <laughs> you know, the way that they pronounce things is quite different. But you know, I just when it's on screen, I think as a it's, I just know how difficult it is to get something made and how many eyes have to be on it before it's made that everyone is like, yeah, that's great. See, I also think what they're trying to do because of what you just said, like you're Irish and you struggle to understand some of the accents, right? So yeah. They're trying to find, especially the Americans, the fact that they didn't know that the caller was um, Irish. They don't like, I go into an interview and they see my Irish when I'm doing an interview, right? So I'm thinking they're just trying to get an inter, um, a dialect, a, a sound that everybody can understand. So they go and I think they ham it up so the Americans can understand and they don't need subtitles. Yeah, it's kind of like that shorthand. It's like, oh, we need a villain. Let's make him English or Russian. Exa- and then people will read everything they need about him. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, Ashling, do you have any tips for a perfect Irish accent? 
I, I, I have people coming to me all the time and, you know, they'll say in an hour session, can I walk away with a North Dublin accent? It's like, <laughs> uh, no. Um, and so we just set the expectations like you wouldn't go in expecting to learn a new language within an hour. So I would I would treat it with the same difficulty level. Um, but it, it is more, it's just all about the placement of your tongue and our speakers speak from the front of their mouth and we're always in a hurry to get the words out of our mouth. So the, the tempo is a lot faster. Just speak really fast and uh, speak from the front yeah. of your mouth, whatever that means, and you'll sound <laughs> Irish. I think it's interesting now that we have such a media literate youth. Like I, a lot of young people in Ireland these days sound American because they've watched so much. Mm-hmm. So surely just exposure will do it. We don't have time for another clip, Serena. But I wanted to ask you, do you think it's a gender thing? Like, do you think that this happens more with male actors than female actors? Yeah, I was trying to find a lot of female actors that have butchered it. And I could only come up with Emily Blunt, um, Nicole Kidman and uh, Julia Roberts. But there's a lot. Long, 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 long list of men, including Brad Pitt. I forgot that he butchered the Irish um, Irish accent. Yeah, um, I, I wonder, is that just because more men are cast, though? Like that Possib- women are not in those roles? Possibly, and which is quite sad. Then you're saying that there's just more Irish male, male stories being told. I think it's time that we get more Irish female stories being told. And maybe let's just cast our own, cast the Irish act- actresses, which we have plenty of fabulous ones Actually, here. let's listen to Nicole Kidman she, she, in Far and Away. I'll stab you through. I'm Joseph Donnelly of the family Donnelly that you pushed off our land. <laughs> of the family Donnelly a young Irish couple flee to the States but subsequently struggle to obtain land look if you're not doing anything today and you want to watch a butchered Irish accent check out Far and Away from 1992 Serena and Ashling, thank you so much for joining me on that The Anton Savage Show Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.